The Bugging Out Podcast is brought to you by BattleBox. How are you going to find your new favorite piece of outdoor gear? If you sign up for a BattleBox, it finds you. Our bug out bags are loaded with gear we've gotten from BattleBox. BattleBox is your go-to monthly subscription for hand-picked survival, camping, everyday carry, and all-around epic outdoor gear. Getting the best gear for yourself takes time and can be incredibly expensive. BattleBox brings you name-brand, high-quality products every month at half the price of what they'd cost on their own. Just pick the box that works for you and get tested and vetted products that you can trust that are selected by an expert team of outdoor professionals. From an Aquapod emergency water kit to an Atomic Bear survival bivy, delivered right to your doorstep each month. BattleBox has shipped over 1 million boxes since 2015 and even have their own show on Netflix. For a limited time, you can save 20% off your first box at BattleBox.com. That's 20% off your first BattleBox subscription right now at B-A-T-T-L-B-O-X.com. Just use the code BUGOUT at checkout. Imagine yourself alone, in the deep wilderness, as the world falls apart at the seams. You have a fire, and your only line of communication to the world, your emergency radio. Martial law is considered in several counties throughout Colorado and Utah. Local authorities are advising that the public stay calm and to not panic. Don't have an official number on the death toll, but... There are periodic broadcasts that come and go through the static and the interference. You get bits and pieces of information, but it's all so uncertain. Your senses are on a knife's edge. You're doing your best to get some sleep, as you know you'll need it in the coming days. But as soon as you feel it start to take control, it vanishes with the thoughts of home. When can you go back? Will it be there when you do? You just can't think about that right now. Right now, you need sleep. Welcome to the fifth and final episode of Bugging Out. So in the simulation, we took the plan B that I have, and I have enough, you know, plan A, plan B, plan C, and everybody should have a setup like that, but this particular location is mountainous. It's actually closer to my home, so I can get up here quicker, and it's easier to kind of be hidden and off from the normal locations. Plan A is probably a more comfortable location. It's a cabin. It's a little more in the open, but it's going to be probably better for my family, but it's going to take me longer to get there, plus we're going to be a little more exposed in that particular location. So we chose this one because it's faster to get to, and it's really one that I feel the bug out bag would come into play a bit more because you're going to be out in the woods, you're going to stay a couple of nights, and you're going to rely on all that gear. So thinking about this location that we're doing this simulation on, in your mind... 
what scenarios would make the most sense for you in, in this location? If it were a severe or more deadly pandemic and I wanted to get away from as many people as possible, this would probably be my preferred location because not many are going to go into the discomfort of the woods in just a matter of a few minutes of throwing their bag in and being able to live like that for however many days. And so that's why I would like this location because I feel like in that pandemic scenario, you're probably going to be less likely to encounter people that you just don't know if they're infected, if you're infected and all that. So Another scenario like that kind of comes to mind is maybe... You know, there's some sort of civil unrest in town and maybe yeah. martial laws coming or something like that. And it's just like, I have to get out of town as quickly as I can and I have to get away from people as quickly as I can. Right, right. It's not a big roadway. It's not a big passage into another town. So you're less likely to run into roadblocks and things like that. And so, again, it's closer, it's faster to get up and away from people than any of my other plans. Yeah, and... and that, that just goes to show your A, B, and C locations. You kind of have to figure out what scenarios work best for each yeah. and be ready to go to you know whatever plan it is, depending on whatever SHTF scenario hits you. you right. Know? All right. I think the rain has let up enough that we could uh, start our hike. Right? Yeah. Um, so we're going to grab our stuff and start heading to the location at this yeah. point. All right. Let's do it. Cam, how long is our hike up to this location? Uh, it's probably like, I don't know, a third of a mile. third of a mile, okay. So yeah, in this simulation, I think the, this location that I picked is a good spot because it has a little creek that runs next to it so you can kind of muffle out any noises of setting up or talking with some of the group members that may be with you. And then it's just kind of hidden, not really a trailhead. Mm -hmm. It just follows along the creek bed so it doesn't look like a common area that people go to. Um... So, the first time you get to the bug out location, what, what are you thinking? Like, what's the first thing you want to do? Well, one, obviously, is do I have a good, reliable water source? Because mm -hmm. I didn't, you can't pack that much water. I have filters, but you need to have the water. And so, this one's right next to a little creek bed, like we were saying. And then the other thing is, is it very visible? Like, if somebody were to just come trudging up this... Same yeah. creek, are they going to spot you right away? You want to be more hidden. And so this little location here is kind of in a ravine. And I feel like it's, you've only got south and north view. You can't really see, you can't come down off from the east and west side. So right now, today, in this simulation, it's raining. So I want to get shelter up so that I can start unpacking some gear and get some food ready. 
All right, so speaking of shelter, in your pack, what do you carry for shelter? Do you have a tent, or what, what do you do? Yeah, so a tent's nice. I just, with the poles, it's big, it's bulky, it's, it's a little bit trickier. It's definitely more comfortable to have, but I only have a big tarp. I mean, it's, it's lightweight, it's waterproof, and I feel like it's easier to kind of throw up. Also, it's a lot more camouflaged, and there's multiple uses. You can wrap your bag in it. You can um, lay it down on the ground if it's not raining and sit on it, and you can also just put it up as a regular tent. So Perfect. I just like the tarp has so many different uses, whereas a tent is a tent, you know? For sure. All right, well, let's, let's get it set up then. Okay. thing about that is it's so quick and so easy to put up. Yeah. Yeah, it makes life a lot easier. So now we've got uh, a shelter up. I mean, it's quick, it's crude, but it, it works. Yeah. Um, next order of business. Now we're kind of just hanging out, right? So I think the best thing to do is just let's start, let's make a meal. Yeah, and let's get some food ready. What do you carry in your bug out bag as far as food goes? So you don't need to take a whole ham or something that's going to feed you for a week. Really, a, a bug-out bag is a 72-hour kit. So a few drier, like dry-freezed foods. Um, I have an MRE just because it's super simple and it gives you the calories you need. I think some of the easiest things are just like Mountain House Mills. They have a variety. Um, you've got Wise Foods that you just cook with water. Something simple that doesn't use a lot of water and is lightweight to pack. So that's what we have. Yeah, I also throw in um, a couple of those food bars, those like, um, oh, yeah. you know, that way um, if you're in a situation where boiling water is going to be tough or, or starting a fire, obviously. There's no cooking involved. There's no cooking involved, yeah. right? Or even just simple snacks like granola bars or jerky and yeah. things like that. High, high calories, they're nice and easy to, to eat. You just have to make sure that you're keeping up on those things. Um, yeah, because they expire a lot months. faster. Yeah, exactly. So let's boil some water and let's make some food. Okay. Yeah. So what do you keep to uh, boil water in? What is this here? Do I just have a, a little aluminum uh, UST pot? Mm -hmm. I mean, it's really small. One thing with the bug out bag is you always want to have your fire starter. And, starting kit and some of the best ways to do that are the little alcohol tabs I always carry a few of those they can just heat up a pot um, I really like a barrel cook this one's actually just a little uh, cup and they have those chemical pouches that you just mix with the water and they heat up and steam and so you're cooking virtually smokeless and you can instantly get a uh, soup or a hot drink ready there's a variety of different camp stoves, the BioLite camp stove, but a similar stove that uses butane I carry with me. A small butane stove or something like a jet boil is always yeah. nice. Um, lightweight, uh, uses a little bit of fu little fuel, um, so those are really nice. I mean, there's so many different things you can do here. Yeah. Just, just try them all out. 
and figure out what works best for you and what you like. You want things that are going to be easy, you know how to use, and they're going to be quick, and they're going to get the job done, right? Yeah, and, and again, just remember, this is 72 hours, so you don't need to go nuts. You just have to have enough to get you through those three days, right? Um, so you don't have to carry... <laughs> everything in the kitchen so no. several meals is probably going to be enough for you and I guess that depends on if you have a family coming with you do you need to carry for them too so it's just something to think about that looks pretty good chicken and dump one. Give that a whiff. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, that's another thing to think about, too, is the uh, the types of meals that you pack. Make sure it's something you like, because... Oh, my gosh, yeah. In a bug out, Yeah, in a bug-out scenario, your morale is going to be a big issue. You're going to want to keep morale up, and if you have the food that you like and it's great food, it's, it's only going to help, right? Yeah. We're getting close to a boil. All right, we got chicken and dumplings that are, uh, the water's in, ready to go. Now we're gonna make the uh, soup, right? Yes, Irish pub soup. We're boiling now. So Cam's now trying to find his utensil. That's something to think about <laughs> as uh, you're packing your packs to know where everything is, right? Because in a bug out scenario, it could be something, you need something at a moment's notice. Light my fire. Fork, knife, spoon in one. Yeah, it's awesome. Mm, it's pretty damn good, actually. It looked good. Yeah, that's not bad. I'm telling you, after a long day of bugging out, though, like you're gonna want something to freaking warm you up. Well, depending on your situation, just make you kind of forget. And just yeah, you're gonna need something to keep the morale up, especially if you're if you have kids with you. That's that where good. that's where things get a little weird because you've got to keep your kids. Yeah, make them feel like it's normal. Hmm. You're just camping, you know? Yeah. Something I've done in my pack is I've thrown in a pack of cards. Yeah. You know? That's actually the same thing I threw in mine. Because you gotta have you got to have something to do. Yeah. It, especially if you're just sitting somewhere for three days to try and wait something out. Yeah. It's going to get... just to catch yeah. some new news of mm -hmm. what's going on. Exactly. So, something in your pack to keep kids occupied yourself your mind occupied i think it's it's pretty critical yeah let's talk about kind of a few things we have in our packs what do you carry when it comes to water and water purification and all that kind of stuff yeah so i always have instant you know like water that you can use right away in my bag whether it be in the little pouches that i stuff in my cookware or you know a small water bottle in my bag because you just don't know if you're going to be able to find a river to use your filter and that brings me to the point of having a water filtration system um, <clears throat> you may not be able to start a fire and boil your water so probably the easiest way is to carry water purification tabs or have something like a Sawyer Mini that gives you a hundred thousand gallons to filter and even more convenient is you can get it in an inline uh, system where if you have a bladder you just dunk it in a river lake um, pond whatever and then you just hook up your filter and then you can just drink it while you're bugging out to an even further location that's like your main 
focus in any scenario is having a way to get and use water because that's the thing that's going to keep you alive. So let's talk about um, fire and fire starting in your bug out bag. I think you can get carried away with carrying too many things. In my bug out bag that I have here, I have um, my first thing is a Bic lighter and it's even in a little tiny multi-tool. It's the easiest way, quickest way, and honestly, probably one of the most reliable ways to start a fire. And for me too, I have Bic lighter as well, and I have um, something called the Exotac Fire Sleeve. Oh online, yeah. Which is really nice. It keeps nice. it nice and... It keeps uh, any moisture out of it, so um, it's just another, you know, fail-safe for your lighter. Yeah. The other thing is ferro rod. They're bushcrafters. They love them. They're the skill that's involved in those I think is important because you learn how to build a fire that's going to start quickly and what materials to use I have a ferro rod on one of my um, one of my knives so I'm already carrying that but I would not rely on that as my sole fire starter so that's basically a backup for you uh, it's kind of I a mean. backup I already have the knife that I like um, the other thing is a fire starter material the Bic lighter is nice because you can start things but when it's wet like today I'm glad that I have a few different items to, to start the fire with. I think you need and should carry a small amount of a fire starter uh, material. Today, it's been raining all day, it's super wet, and all of the wood and branches, they need to be heated before they're even gonna burn. That's why I really think it's essential to carry some of that fire starter material, because you want something that's gonna burn longer. So. In this scenario, like today, you're bugging out, you wanna have a good quality medical kit. I have this um, medical kit from Adventure Medical Kits, and it had basic supplies in it, but the first thing that I would probably do is go through it and put in a little higher quality material. I always have the basics of bandages, some band-aids, some topical antibiotic ointment, but I go a little further than that, I like to have a set of sterile gloves. I throw just a few suture, uh, like a suture kit, just a, a basic needle driver, hemostat, and some scissors. The medical kit, sometimes you just don't have the time to do the training for suturing or wound management. All it takes is just printing some guides off online and you can just stuff them in there. I think that is all that you really need to worry about with a medical kit. You don't need to have a trauma kit if you don't know how to do and take care of trauma. You don't need to pack all that gear. So I, even having medical training, I just carry a basic kit and throw in just a few extra supplies like the suture kit, like the shears, and then I also include some basic like ointments for uh, rashes and poison ivy, bug bites. I, in this particular kit, that I have, I, I have a few pills in the little pill organizer bottles. Simple stuff for your stomach like Pepto-Bismol, Imodium for diarrhea, an allergy medication, some anti-inflammatories like ibuprofen, naproxen, and I have Tylenol. And it's as simple as that, so. I uh, personally, obviously having not much training in any of this, I have a, a small first aid field guide in my bag. It's really lightweight, but I like it just because I know that if something happens, and I'm not like in a huge rush. I can I can refer to that in a, in a whole bunch of different situations where I might need it. So it's just something that I like. So it's starting to. Um, it's getting chilly. It's getting dark. 
it's probably a good time to talk about um, lighting um, in your bug out bag yeah, and, and sure. in your in your bug out plans. Um, obviously, a flashlight is, is a huge deal. You got to have one in, in your pack, right? Um, sometimes you even have one in your EDC kit, so you might have it on you as you're leaving anyways. But um, what do you prefer when it comes to lighting in, in a bug out scenario, in one specifically like we're simulating today, you know? Yeah. You know that you're going to be up in the away from people. You're going to need your flashlight. That's one of the most important parts of a bug out bag. I like to have one that I can carry in my hand, and I also like to have uh, a headlamp. Those are like crucial to me because you know you may be moving through the night to get away from something or somebody, mm-hmm. and to navigate with both hands free, either to carry a weapon and um, you know just for defense the headlamp is is essential or setting up camp in the middle of the night you don't know when you're going to get to that location yeah that's the thing like we can we can have our best laid plans but this could happen at 2 a.m and and you're running out in the middle of the night um and so it's going to become even more important to have that headlamp yeah like right now we're not fully set up and ready for Mm -hmm. sleep i haven't put you know all of my gear back in the bag to be ready to go at, at a moment's notice and so doing that with with a headlamp and um having all my gear ready to go the next day you know you you definitely want a good quality flashlight another thing i have in my pack and maybe a lot of people don't but i have a small lantern um and it's just a a battery powered solar powered lantern um it's from hybrid light it's small really lightweight but it's nice in the evenings or or at night where where maybe you don't want to wear your headlamp or you have it in your your tent or, up in your tent yeah. yeah exactly um it's just another another way to light um if you need it but it's about time for us to probably um start getting our stuff ready, start to, getting our stuff sleep. ready to sleep i mean i don't know if that's something we want to talk about um sleeping in a bug out scenario you know yeah. um i have i have a small really lightweight sleeping bag um it's obviously like a backpacking sleeping bag for yeah. this scenario um looks like you have the same thing yeah probably yeah and it's tough that's one of the pieces of gear that's going to take up a ton of space. Yeah, is a back is a sleeping bag. Um, mine's a small. I think it's rated at like twenty degrees or thirty yeah. degrees, not below zero. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be a little bit nippy. Mm-hmm. And that's the other reason why you carry your additional pair of clothes mm-hmm. in your bug out bag. Not only for if you get wet or gets torn and you need to switch it out, but if you get in the middle of the night and you're cold yeah. and that's all you have you wear all that clothing so yeah, and, and yeah speaking of that too i think the the biggest thing i always think about when my when i go to extra clothing is socks right oh yeah some nice wool socks if you're going to be hiking um it's just it's so important to keep your feet dry and clean and um healthy yep you know what i mean it's part of your bug out plan it's not a bad idea to consider some sort of a self-defense um training and whatever that is anything from just straight up you know self-defense training to jujitsu to boxing to to anything but just understanding what happens in those scenarios and and how to defend yourself in in even the most basic way possible i agree the last thing i want to do is just point and fire at somebody who knows their purpose you know maybe they're just trying to find some food and Mm -hmm. you don't want to shoot and kill somebody so yeah. When I rolled with somebody that was experienced in jujitsu, I found out pretty quick that I wasn't in shape well enough to even defend myself for long enough to, you know, just to get away. So, 
yeah, I think that you need to have some form of training there. I do. Well, let's let's turn in for for the night, and um, in the morning we'll talk about some more stuff. Sounds good. Uh, how was your evening? Yeah. How was the sleep? Well, I pretty much know I don't want to ever bug out. Yeah. Because I don't have the equipment like I do when I camp. But. Yeah, it's always uh, sleeping on, you know, the bare ground isn't always the best thing yeah. to do. But you got to do what you got to do in, the, in this scenario, right? Yeah. And you're definitely not going to want to stay up here and do this forever. No. Yeah, this is, it, like we said, it's a bug out scenario. It's... You know, maybe 72 hours at the most. So, um, anyway. yeah. So I, I think it it comes to a point of when maybe your supplies are exhausted. Mm-hmm. You've been up here for three days. You're already about out of um, your food and your water's running low. When do you go back? And yeah. that gets tough. Well, and then you know maybe it was only maybe you only had to be gone for a day. Maybe maybe it was three days. You don't know what the scenario is, right? But in the scenario we're looking at, you know, we're simulating. It's just overnight. We had to get out of town for whatever reason it might be. But um, if you're in this scenario for real, how do you determine when it's time to go back, or or, or, if, or if it it's safe to go back? You know what I mean? Yeah. Or does it become a long term you know, scenario, which we hope it doesn't? But I guess we can. Probably pretty safe if we go down there. Yeah, I'm hoping it's safe. <laughs> There's no more rain, so that's a good thing. But uh, let's get uh, I'm packed freezing, up. So yeah, I'm let's down. get packed up and go turn the heat on in, in the BOV. All right. So as you're packing up, Cam. Uh, Something we failed to mention is hygiene. And yeah. Hygiene items. Yeah. Uh, what do you carry in your pack for that kind of thing? Yeah. So uh, I think it's an easy to overlook item because, like, you know, it takes up some space. I'm not gonna be up there very long, but I do have hygiene items. One, I don't want to wipe my butt with a leaf no. <laughs> out in the wilderness. You just don't know what that leaf is. So I carry with me. Um, items to do that I have some toilet paper that's kind of I I fold it up I take it off the roll and just kind of tuck it into a little waterproof pouch I have a toothbrush I have dental floss and I have deodorant and soap yeah like your body will easily get sick if you don't take care of it so you need to keep yourself clean um, preparing food and um, you know just as simple as you know, cleaning yourself off when you go number two, you can get sick from those things or get other people sick. So yeah. I do carry those items and I think you, you kind of have to. You don't want to overlook it. Nope. Well, the truck's still here. It's a good sign. I'm ready for warmth and a couch mm. and normal food. Bugging out's no joke, dude. Yeah. I kind of hope I never have to do it. I'll be honest. It sounds pretty sexy, but it sucks. And my back hurts. 
something nibbled my toe last night. I think I saw Bigfoot. Well, man, I'm glad that was a simulated bug out and that wasn't real. It would be horrible. Oh. I mean, really. It's not something you just don't want to do if you don't have to. No. You know? Could you imagine doing all that while being on high alert of some threat? That would make it like 10 times worse. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, this is just simulated. We're just out here. It's basically camping for us. Yeah. But in a situation where there's a, a pandemic or some civil unrest or a natural disaster or an asteroid hitting the earth or yeah. whatever it is, it's going to be, everything's going to be heightened. Yeah. You know? Like a vehicle approaching. Yeah. Or you can hear one driving or you can hear people talking. I, like, you wouldn't sleep. It would be super hard. Yeah. Well, let's hope it's plan B and it stays plan B and we can stick with plan yeah, A if just you have plan. to. Yeah, but, but again, you, it at a plan. you have to have the plan, though. Because if it, if, it, if it comes down to it and you have to go, you have to have everything ready. You, you know? Do. I think, like, taking your stuff up and, and simulating a bug-out scenario is something that you really need to do to know if your gear's going to work, if you're going to be comfortable, if you're going to run out of food, if cooking sucks, if weather is a big factor. Uh, it's just, that's the one thing I'm glad about taking the time to do this, is to, like, reassess my gear and my bag. Yeah, there's only one way to do it, really. Uh, you, yeah, you have to go out and use it. This world is full of uncertainty, from hurricanes and earthquakes to pandemics and riots. These events can make us afraid. And as a prepper, being prepared is how we mitigate that fear. Having a plan is having peace of mind. Make your plan, prepare yourself, and stay survived. What's the most important piece of gear in your kit? The one you need. Make sure you're outfitted for every situation with new gear every month from BattleBox. BattleBox is your go-to monthly subscription for hand-picked survival, camping, everyday carry, and all-around epic outdoor gear. When you're in the outdoors, the right gear makes all the difference. And the best way to make sure that you've got the best gear in your kit is BattleBox. For a limited time, you can save 20% off your first box at BattleBox.com. That is B-A-T-T-L-B-O-X.com. Just use the code BUGOUT at checkout.